Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. It is Thursday, August the 13th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And this is Winning Cures Everything. Of course, lots to discuss today. It is not nearly as drastic as it has been over the last few days, but uh, but hey, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad about that. <laughs> Obviously, you can see I am at the office today. That is why we are going early. Anybody that wants to hop in, you go ahead and hop in. I'll tell you how you can do that momentarily. Uh, Michael Fritch is already in on Twitch. He said, what's up, fellas? And the Brown Yeti on YouTube said, what's up? What is up, my guys? Hopefully everybody is doing well this afternoon. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. That is our website. You can find all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, and social media platforms over there. Uh, You can find everything that you need. If you are watching the show live, you are watching on Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Make sure that you are subscribed or follow whichever one of those that you want to, whichever one pleases you the most and is easiest to get to on your TV, your computer, your mobile device, whatever. Go ahead and knock those things out. And if you missed the live show, obviously you can go over to whatever podcast app you want, really. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whichever one pleases you, you can find us over there as well. Uh, You can leave a nice five-star written review over on Apple Podcasts. We would definitely appreciate that. All of our college football content can be found over at sbrpicks.com slash CFB. That is the easiest way to find us. We've got five different videos or six or something, whatever it is. We've got a bunch of videos over there, and pretty soon, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about this yet, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. We're going live on their channel a couple of times a week to discuss only college football and we'll figure out what days and whatnot going forward. But make sure you are subscribed to SBR's YouTube channel, sportsbookreview.com, sbrpicks.com slash CFB. 
You can find the links in the description or whatever. Go ahead and give the video a like if you're on YouTube. Do us that favor. Uh, Chris, how's everything going today? It's good, man. Let's roll. Yeah, let's, uh, let's definitely get into this. We're going to try and make it a short show. Obviously, I am working my rear end off. It is, uh, it's ridiculous, but it is what it is. It pays the bills. First topic of the day, we're going to dive into some college football. Jeff Brom, Purdue's head coach, has laid out a spring plan for the Big Ten. Now, this is not saying that the Big Ten is going to follow this, but he is the only one that has released publicly any kind of an idea of what a season in the spring might look like. Now, they are, he is basically conceding that we are not going to do anything from right now all the way through December. So his first order of business is we would have a two-week training camp starting on January 16th when everybody comes back to campus. And it would end on February, sorry, on January 29th. Then you have your typical four-week training camp, which is what you typically have in the fall. But you would have that from Saturday, January 30th through Friday, February 26th. You would have two days off per week that would be mandatory, a maximum of two practices and full pads per week. Then you have an eight-game season from February 27th through April the 17th. Then you have, I, he put in a plan for a 16 playoff with five Power 5 conference champs and a wild card. Or you would have the typical four-team along with the Big Ten Championship, Rose Bowl, et cetera, whatever. Uh, basically, the end of the season would be April 18th, and you would have three months off until July 18th. Now, this is where it gets a little hairy, all right? This runs into the fall 2021 season. And that's why it gets a little crazy. You would not start anything, no summer training camp, until July 19th. You would have basically everything off until July 18th. Then you start your summer workouts July 19th through August 27th. You have a one-week off period until Labor Day. And then you begin your four-week training camp on Saturday, September the 4th of 2021. A 10-game season would begin Saturday, October 2nd, running through Saturday, December 11th, and then you will have the Big Ten Championship game, whatever, running into a 16 playoff or the 14, whatever. Your bowl situations would be Saturday, January 1st through Saturday, January 15th of 2022. I, I love his idea of a 16 playoff. Any kind of expansion for the playoff, I'm, I'm obviously in favor of. But... Um, I, I love how well it was put together. It's incredibly creative. It is a beautiful document. Anybody that loves documents, I'm a big fan when you are incredibly neatly organized. But, good gracious, you were talking about them having pads every month of next year, like practicing in pads every month other than June, July, and... August, maybe, but, it, I mean, depending on when your camp starts, when your actual season starts, I mean, you could be in pads in August. So you would have three months off, and and you're going to be hitting each other all of those different months. If if we're talking about player safety here, I don't know how feasible this is. Chris, do you agree? No, I'm not worried about that. I think these guys can take the, the padded practices. That doesn't concern me at all. That It just doesn't. We we just don't we just don't have a history of I mean we get knee injuries we get stuff like that people just don't get a lot of concussions in practice. 
Agree, and, and I'm not even worried about concussions. I just think that man, this is a lot of wear and tear. These guys are young; they're fine. They're not old guys. It's practice. Most of that's practice. But the two things that I'll take on this. Okay, I'm going to be the wet blanket on all this crap. All right. If you were afraid to play now, you're going to be afraid to play in January because nothing, nothing in our life is going to be different between now and four and a half months from now. Yeah. Okay. And if you think it's going to be, then you're naive because I thought in February and March that by August, all this stuff would be gone away. And I was naive and I was wrong. If you think five months went by and nothing changed, I don't know why you think in four and a half months something's going to change. All right. If we have a vaccine by then, it's not going to be heavily disputed, distributed enough to, to where it's going to make a difference. All right. Yeah. So that is just, if you're afraid of, of the virus and that is why you're not playing because of safety, I believe it's because of fear of litigation, which is, which is, that's not going away either, by the way. It was unsafe to play in, Mar- you know, in August and September and October. And so now the lawyer's going to say, well, now you magically thought it was safe to play in January and February? No, my client wants $20 million. Thank you very much. I'll take a third of that. Um, it, it, it's, just, it's, just, it's just ludicrous, okay? So that's, that's laughable. And I, I think we can play now. That's my opinion. I'm not a doctor. Played one when I was younger. And that's it. But I just, I don't know what they think is going to be different. Now, it was pointed out to me by guys smarter than me that we should have testing then that you can basically spit on a swab and know. And so testing will be a lot faster. But if that's the only variable that changes, nothing else has changed, then then you still can't play. Just because we know if you have it quicker or not, does it change the fact of what do we do if you get it? Because not one team has a protocol in place if they catch a damn Rona. No, they, they have – teams do have that in place. That, that right is now thing. during practice time. Once the season starts, we don't have anything outside of isolate that person. So yeah. if it's Trevor Lawrence, what do you do? What do you do if it's your quarterback? What do you do if it's three of the five offensive linemen? Like, well, for what, the most part, what, what is the up, answer but, to that? Because the answer can't be, well, the show must go on. Because now you put other players at risk, not from getting the coronavirus, but from broken ribs, ACLs, and head injuries because you have inferior, uh, you know, talent out there that's yeah. that's not ready. It, I mean, you're you're correct, but so that's the January part. That's January. Yeah, part. That's January. Yeah. The other side of that coin is is only playing so to mitigate some to where you can't just play 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 all in one calendar year like you addressed they'll back down next year to 10 games see which is not happening <laughs> i think that's not going to happen at all because we know all of these conferences are losing tons of money okay i believe they are closer there's a better chance that they'll play 14 games next year which i'm not saying they will there's a better chance they'll add two games than they'll take away two games in 2021 simply for the fact of we got to make up money. We got to make up revenue. And so we're going to kick the seat. We're going to start at the same time. Maybe instead of week zero, everybody's playing. That's now week one. And and we're going to finish two weeks later than we'd normally finish. And we're going to all add two games and add a, a bye week. So we, we expanded the season three weeks, and boom, bang, bing, 
we we can start recouping some of the money we lost in 2020. I think that has a better shot than asking these teams that just lost a lot of money to all lose money again. Take take they won't lose money if they played 10 games, but but to not maximize their revenue stream. Well, no, they I, they'll lose money. Like it, oh, it, ten game, they won't lose money for ten games. Oh, a hundred percent. They they would have lost money this year on ten games because it's not the same amount of inventory. And no, I understand where you're coming from. You're not. You're not. You see. See. This is. They will make less money. That is not losing okay, money. Okay, they will okay. still finish in the black. Gary. Yes. No. What? I'm, okay. By losing money, I'm saying that there no, was. When money I say to be losing had. money, they're in the red this year. They're spending millions of dollars and they're not bringing in any income. That's losing money. Okay. 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 The me, idea of we used to make a hundred billion and now we only made thirty billion is not losing money. No, but the the option was on the table to do twelve games, and then they chose to only do ten. And obviously, because of certain that's because of the co- conference control that had right. nothing to do with safety. It had I all to do agree. with they need control. And I agree with that a hundred percent. By the way, um, let's dive into these comments really quick. Uh, Michael said, where were all the plans and ideas for fall football? Spring football is a joke. How many years is this going to set these programs back? Oh, some, yep. uh, it, they may never recover. Like, it's just, yep. it, this is how, it, when you when you spend money, the way that college football programs spend money, and they have to, because if they want to continue to get that money. If they they got to keep up with the Joneses, baby. Yeah. But not only that, but anything that you make over, like, you, you can't just you store it. it. You have to spend it yep. so that your budget can continue. That's just the way that these government things work. If they want to remain a tax-exempt institution, then you have to do that. You cannot show that you are for profit. So you have to spend all of this money that you get in, which is why they are in such a mess right now. Because if there's no money coming in, that means that there's no money in the account. There's just nothing. So you're in a, you're in a bad way when you don't have the television contracts that are coming in. Uh, the Brown Yeti said, the five champs in the SEC runner-up, I like it. Uh, Tanner Lee jumps in. He said, Jeff Brom, that's my football coach. Yeah, there you go. It, it, this no, is not no, a – No, and I, listen, it's a we, we talked about document. this yesterday. He's one of the innovators. He's one of the coaches with the brain, all yeah. right? There aren't a lot of those guys. He's, he's one of them. Uh, the Brown Yeti said, the only thing that will change in January is public opinion. You're right. You're right. Yeah. The election will be over. Uh, Michael Fritz said, why don't they just tell the truth and say they aren't playing until there's a vaccine available? Uh, Matt said, but they're risking their lives for losing money. <laughs> and then he said, how is the weather going to affect kids in the spring? At least in the fall, it starts to get hot. Or it starts hot, but gets cooler. Spring, it can be hotter as you go into the season. That's one way to look at it. And, and uh, my God. If they're finishing the season in April, nowhere in the country is it hot in April. Uh, agreed, agreed. But if you're starting, say you start in January, I mean, how, it, you know, you're in Purdue, you're in Michigan, you're in Wisconsin, Well, I mean, whatever. so yesterday we had, uh, and I don't know where this came from, but somebody put a plan for, for eight games and they were just basically the Big Ten's got to play all indoors. And so, you, and there's enough indoor facilities that you can rent out that aren't being used um, around those those areas. Well, I guess if you did like a bubble type thing, well, you don't need yeah. to do a bubble. Just every week, everybody buses to, you know, two teams got a bus to Indianapolis or fly to Indianapolis. Two and teams then, fly to Minnesota. Yeah. So, I mean, there's enough indoor facility stadiums that you could rent out. Every Two teams fly to Dallas. I mean, you pop on a play. This is power five football, man. 
Matt said they're, uh, they're going to charter planes anyway. Matt said more volatile weather early in the year, snow and storms. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's true, but that's not going to stop them because they're not going to play in them. Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. Damien said, screw the money. Life is more important than anything. Yes, money can buy stuff and pay bills and help people keep their jobs, but money can't buy you life back once you lose it. And we're not talking about losing life here. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, if there is a potential threat to life, then yes, obviously, they won't play in in the spring or ever. But either way, the Brown Yeti said they practice all day in the summer and it affects them, and then you could play more at night. Um. Okay, I I guess. Well, they're not talking about playing in the summertime, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Michael said, I heard either yesterday or the day before Chris say seven on seven. Why not do a handful of those to at least let these kids get some film? Hell, I'm just wanting stuff. any kind of problem solving, any kind of trouble. Is anybody throwing any ideas at the wall to see if this shit stinks? It, it doesn't appear to be. I mean, it really doesn't. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but it's an idea. We're going to, A, take away the people that, that are really mashing together, okay? And, and so everybody else is kind of hand-fighting and open in space. And, you know, the, yeah. the guys that are more at risk because of obesity and things of that nature, the big boys are taken off the field anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here, are the, here are the facts as far as not being able to play in the spring. Uh, it is unlikely a vaccine will be widespread enough by January that it can be gobbled up by thousands of young, healthy college football players. Yep. Number two. They'll be it, the last ones to get it. Yep. Number two, it is unlikely the virus is going away by that point. 100%. Uh, and it's then not number, magic. Number three, it is hard to imagine the Big Ten country will be in a better position with the virus when it's cold out and flu season is thrown in than when it is warmer outside. That's too much logic and reasoning for me. I can't handle it. Yep. So, um, while Jeff Brom made a really nice, organized, incredibly neat. Sounds good. Sounds good. Looks great Looks on paper, great. man. Call call me when you think, because at the end of the day, you and I both believe this is not a health and safety for the kids thing. This is a we don't want to get our asses sued thing, right? Oh, 100%. Are we, we're on the same page. I, everybody yes. not, might not believe that. Everybody might not be as skeptical as we are. Um, I, I think that. I'll speak for me, not you. I think that. Those lawsuits aren't going away. Those lawsuits actually become a lot stronger if somebody gets yes. sick. And the, like I said, the plaintiff attorney gets to stand their client out and say, these people knew it was dangerous. They didn't let him play in the fall because it was too dangerous. But all of a sudden, magically, the calendar changed, and they thought it was now safe for him to put himself at risk. Oh, yeah. He'd like his check, please. Where, where can where, we just going to get bags of cash like they do the recruiting? Are y'all going to cut them a check or how, how does this work? Uh, Michael jumps in. He said, I really just hope that at least the SEC gives it a try. I think that's all we're asking for. If it doesn't work, at least they tried. It, it won't be the SEC by themselves. If the SEC, which the ACC has a meeting this evening, and they are going to discuss it and, and whatnot, but it, it appears from everything that everybody has heard, they are moving forward. The Big 12 is moving forward. The SEC is moving forward. And several of these smaller ones. Are, so let me uh, ask you this honest question. See, so we've 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 dumped all over the Big Ten, and that's fine. At what point, if these three conferences do this, and they get a month into it, and they are seeing very little problems whatsoever, is are we at a point where the Big Ten are they are we so dug in because we want to? We in our country, we like to win arguments. We don't care about getting anything right. We just want to win, right? Even if we're wrong, we want to win. Are they going to dig their heels in? Are they going to say, 
hey, can we can we start a, a month late? Can we jump in? Because we've been working out. We've been pre- if I was those coaches and I was those athletic directors, that's what I would be asking is okay, we've already lost this fight with the presidents. All right. So we're going to continue to work out. We're going to continue to practice. We're going to continue to stay in shape. If these guys try it down south and it works and it's fine, can we then play? I don't think so. I think because they Why have do you already, think not? Well, because they've already canceled. They've already done all that. They have shut down, for the most part, their training camps. So, And while they still have the 20 hours a week of practice or whatever – it's not the same thing. So at that point, you're risking even more injury. All that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but once, if, but once you're you're two weeks in and you see it's good, they well, could give the, the okay like, to start training camps. If they had, if you're two weeks in and you start training, well, then I mean, what do you do? You cut it down to like a six game season and you just try and come up with something. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, I I think that'd be all yeah, right. But you could play everybody in your division then. This is why everybody was so pissed off, right? Is you yeah. did not have to do this right now. Why well, but here's the thing: doing now. it right now is not because here's the deal. The reason it takes six weeks of training camp is because you're going from ass on couch to ass on field. All right, but if you're working out and you're training twenty hours a week every week still, then you don't need six weeks of training camp to get in playing shape. Do you really think that these kids are still going to be putting in the same amount of effort that they would have been? Like, uh, I, I just, I don't, the I don't ones see it. that think they can play on Sundays 100% will. The other ones probably will just because they're young and it's a competition. You get in that weight room with other folks. Dude, I knew I wasn't good at football. But when I got in that weight room and I saw these other dudes throwing up weight, I wanted to throw that shit up. I didn't have coordination, but but I, I didn't have balance. But I had strength, and hey, I wait, wanted to compete I, because I could I'm compete in there. I understand where you're coming from, but I'm I'm also of the mindset like like we've talked about on the show multiple days this week. Once you take away that carrot, once you take away the uh, the incentive, yeah, but what you have to do is dangle the carrot back and say, guys, there's a chance, there's a hope. Yeah, but there you had that, and then you took it away by saying that I the get season it. Was now canceled. you got to try to sell them again. This is part of it. It's the bed you made, man. I just at I, some point I don't one time you should quit. I don't I don't see the Big Ten coming out and saying. Uh, yeah, I know that we canceled, but like, if everything goes well down there, and we let the SEC be the guinea pigs, then you know maybe we can do it. You know, it. I just don't see them doing that. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't make okay. a whole lot of sense for them. I, I, I would, I would like to think that they're smart enough to say, we're, they're not so prideful or egotistical to where they'd say, maybe we got this wrong. If That'd those be, dumb rednecks down south can do it, we can do it, right? It, it'd be nice. It would be nice, and then and then and then they ramp up, they get going, and hell, they might not finish their season till the middle of January. Who cares? Uh, it really Who doesn't cares? matter at that point. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. They still get the season in. <clears throat> and speaking of that, the college football playoff committee is—they uh, are still having their discussions. They met today. They are getting ready. They, it it doesn't matter that four of the ten conferences have uh, have dropped out, and multiple independents have dropped out. Uh, that doesn't matter to them. Like, they're still rolling forward. If these conferences are playing, we're going with what we got, and we're going to have a playoff. And, you know, cheers to them. I mean, it, it's – now they did it through Zoom call today. Now, why they can't do Zoom calls that, any other That's what they need to be doing, but, I swear to God, these oh, assholes. Yeah, yeah we, we've been through that. Uh, Michael said it's 1,000% a CYA approach to this by the president, 0% about safety. Um, 
let's see, Michael said, when uh, not be right, that's the dim slogan. Sorry to get political. No, it's all that's good. not, that's not, but that's not, that's not true. If you don't think the right is doing that, then you're part of the problem. Yeah. I'm it's, just telling you, everybody would rather be, would rather win the argument than be right. Everybody would. Uh, Brown Yeti said, App State in the playoffs. Uh, ben said, that's actually America's slogan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damien said, question, with all the problems that are, uh, the college football is starting to, Hold on, let me let me try and gauge this. Question with all the problems that college football is having to start their season, do y'all think the NFL is probably looking at what's happening and rethinking about starting their season? Absolutely not. Nope. Nope. NFL is rolling forward. Those are paid employees. The college football problem is litigation. That's yep. their problem. There won't if they be had a litigation. union and these players had representation, then we would not be in this mess. These guys would be playing if they wanted to play. Yep, you are correct. Uh, speaking of the NFL, let's go ahead and switch topics here. Uh, we spent a long time on that first one there. Gracious, feel like I'm about to sneeze. Uh, George Kittle signed a massive contract, and then just a few minutes before the show today, Travis Kelsey signed a massive contract. George Kittle's five years, $75 million. That is massive, and it is $30 million guaranteed at signing. Uh, Travis Kelsey, four years, $57 million. Here's the age difference. All right, so this is Kelsey's third contract. He's already made $33 million in the league. Uh, Kittle, his base salary was $2.6 million, uh, and he is just finishing up his rookie deal. So, you know, Kittle, 26 years old. Kelsey is 30 years old. He will turn 31 in October this year. This is a lot of money for tight ends. I think we both agreed that the Kittle one makes sense, and the Kelsey one seems like maybe a bit much. The Kelsey one's weird to me. I've been watching Andy Reid for a long, long time. And and he's sometimes had good tight ends, and sometimes he's had okay tight ends. Sometimes he's had bad ones, and sometimes he's had great ones. And his offense doesn't really ever run through the tight end, ever. I I find it strange that he pays an aging tight end when, when there are probably going to be some of these young speedster receivers, running backs that are going to need to get paid in the next couple of years, maybe some offensive line help. You don't really know what could come up in free agency and in defense. Paying Kelsey's a, a hell of a tight end, okay? Elite, he's great. At what point do tight ends fall off because he's no longer nearly fast enough to cover or to, to, to be as open as he is? He loses athleticism with age. Um He's not a blocking tight end where he can mitigate some of those problems. The next time he blocks somebody will be the first time he's blocked somebody. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. Um, Kelsey, on the, uh, Kittle, on the other hand, holy cow. Yeah. This guy is a freak. This guy's a stud. Getting him locked up for five years is the smartest thing you can do. This is, this is the Kelsey deal four years ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is this guy is a young, hot shot tight end. We want him here in his prime. We don't want anybody else having him. Uh, Kittle in the Super Bowl had four receptions for 36 yards, no touchdowns. Kelsey had six receptions, 43 yards, and one touchdown. With so, with Debo Samuel's probably missing the, the the a lot of time this year with a foot injury. Um, Kittle's going to be the most important factor on that offense. Oh yeah, I I think he's gonna have an unbelievable season. Uh, let's see. The Brown Yeti said, did Andy pay him or did KC pay him? And he, uh, he's he been there for a while. I think that he got his other contract when Andy Reid was there. 
Yeah, so, he probably did. Yeah, Andy Reid's been right. there for a long time. I'm going to bet Andy drafted him. Uh, Mark jumps in. He said nine uh, players quarantined at Notre Dame. Three tested positive yesterday. That's interesting. And Michael said, where is KC getting all this money? Tight ends take a beating. Look at Gronk. They declined fast. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. Well, Gronk's saving grace was he was the best block. Not only was he the best receiving tight end in the country, he was also the best blocking tight end in the in the league. And and that's the reason he was able to stay on the field, maintain his ability to be there. And, you know, we'll hit you when we get to the red zone. And, and you can just go up and be bigger than everybody else, but you're no longer any use in the middle of the field because his injuries and athleticism were just piling up. But that's okay. You mold people over, and we will dominate the run game. Yep, yep. Uh, Damien jumps in. Wait, so you mean to tell me that Little and Kelsey can get big contracts, but Everson Griffin only got $3 million from the Cowgirls? What the hell? Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, Cowboys, I think the Cowboys are not doing anything from now, they, they, I think they grossly overpaid uh, Zeke, but you know my opinion on running backs. Oh, yeah. And, and then, and then I, I would not have, have given Cooper the, the money they gave Cooper, but that's, they gave that's him either a ton of money. At some point in time, they got to figure out are we moving on from Dak or are we paying Dak? If you're paying Dak, you got to be very careful with who else you pay. And if you're moving on with Dak, shoo, you got a rookie deal, you just start spreading that money around anywhere you want. Yep, yep, you are correct. You are 100% correct. Um, let's move into our next topic. I want to talk about the NBA playoffs right now. Come on. The NBA is... The field is set, right? It doesn't matter what happens today. No seating oh, changes. No, well, the, the play-in for... The seating is set for... What is it? Set, uh, uh, 1 15, through 7 on both sides. We're just worried uh, about the one, 8 seeds now, right? One, 1 through 8 on the east. And well, yeah, the East is done. The, the, the other side, one through seven, is done. We're just worried about the play-in, right? You got that right. And as we are recording right now, the Phoenix Suns are up by 11 on the Mavericks at the end of the first. And in the second quarter, the Grizzlies are up by five on the Bucks, who are playing without multiple starters today. Uh, Giannis, of course, suspended uh, for headbutting Mo Wagner. You think there's a chance they could get gotten round one without him? Well, I mean, he's going to be back in round one. He, he only got a one-game suspension. Was it only one? I thought it was multiple games, and I thought it, well, if he yeah. misses two of those playing games, man, that could nah, not play in. I guess first round games, first round games. No, no, it's it's done. And and they so it's just have, one. That's fine. Yeah, they wouldn't have any problem against the Nets anyway. I don't. I don't believe. All right, so, so go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Uh, no, 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 it's all good. Here is how this works. Okay, so uh, we've we've explained it a couple of different times. The eight seed right now is the Portland Trailblazers at 34 and 39. <laughs> they the look nine so good. seed is the Grizzlies at 33 and 39. The Suns are 33 and 39 after starting out 7 and 0 in the bubble and the Spurs are at 32 and 38 as we sit right now. The Spurs need everybody to lose and they beat the Jazz. The Suns need to win and they need, and, in. and well and they need the Grizzlies to lose. They the need Grizzlies, the, so if the Grizzlies win they're in. Yeah, if the Grizzlies win they are either the 9 seed or the eight seed, depending upon what the uh, trouble. Well, yeah, so the Grizzlies win, they're in. But they, they're in the playing game. But well, that's but what we're talking about. Hold man. on, hold God on. Damn. Hey, but this is where it gets more important: is if the Grizzlies are the nine seed, they have to beat Portland well, twice. I understand that, but nobody can get to seven. So when I say if they win, they're in. We know what we're talking about. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. But that's that's where all this comes from. The Suns need the Grizzlies to lose. 
the Spurs need everybody to lose, and the Grizzlies, if they don't win, they just need everybody else to lose as well, right? So the Grizzlies hold the tiebreaker over the Spurs and the Suns right now. How in the hell is that? It's got to be from the regular season, right? Well, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because the the, since we've started this restart, they have just I mean, shat they, the bed. They are one and six in the bubble. The Suns are seven and zero oh in the bubble. I know, man, and Ooh. and outside of Dame. And the Mavs, the Suns have been the most exciting team to watch. Oh, yeah. And and I'll, I'll tell you this. Damian Lillard has been doing a lot of this by himself because C.J. Yep. McCollum has been awful. Not um, showed up at all. But I, you know why, though? They are saying that he has got a fractured vertebrae in his back, and he's still playing. Like, that is insane to me. Um, oh, hell no. Yeah, there's these no guys, way to be doing it. These guys are so tough. I can't. I just don't. <laughs> I hurt getting out of I'm so out of shape. I hurt getting out of bed, man. If I sleep wrong, I'm bad for two days. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How the hell? So so the Blazers I don't think play the made Nets. like the rest of us. The Blazers play the Nets today uh tonight. The Grizzlies would need the Bla- uh, the Trailblazers to lose to the Nets. And they can still get that eight seed. And they can seed still back. get that eight seed, so they would I don't know that it matters. One. We're not Oh no, no, no. It, we're not, not, we're not winning the game. Yeah, it's not we gonna just, matter. We're just trash. Um, let's see. Michael said Blazers Lakers would be a fun series. Dame time. Yeah. hundred percent. Holy you had a, cow. That real, as much as, as much as I want the Grizz to do good and I want them to get in, I, I think that would be a much more fun matchup. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Mark jumps back in. He said Notre Dame started practice yesterday. They're getting ready for Duke. And to this point, they have had four players. I believe if my math serves me correctly, according to this uh, report, uh, test positive now, which is, Kind of crazy considering that the entire campus only had 0.03% uh, positive tests. So, either way, uh, Michael said Denver could uh, could have trouble with Utah. They better get their crap together. I, yep. I, I'll tell you this. First round matchups, I think that Denver-Utah matchup is going to be crazy fun. Oh, I think it could be a lot. And, and who 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 is the, the Mavs lined up to play round one? That's going to be awesome, too. The Mavs too. are uh, the seven seed, so they would play against the Clippers. Clippers. That's gonna. That's yeah. That's the other one. Oh, Patrick Beverly be guarding awesome Luca as well. Yeah, give me some of that. No, give me those, some of that. Those two matchups. I'm all in. I'll be watching every second of all those games. Oh yeah, Michael Fritz said Booker is a baller for Phoenix. Hey, I would love to see Phoenix go against the Treble. Now, give me. Don't get me wrong. I want the. I want good things for the Grizzlies. I, I think, I'm, see a fun I think I'm good on what's happened to the Grizzlies. Let's get out of this thing with nobody else getting hurt. Let's get ready for next year, and let's yeah. move on. I, I want their playoff debut to be when Jaron and Ja are I don't, both healthy. Yeah. When, when they yeah. started the thing off as bad as they did, I kind of thought, all right, let's, let's wait till next year. Yeah. Give me some exciting basketball from these other guys. Um, let's see. The streak has been extended, says Ben, 14 years since the Kings have made the playoffs. What was yep. that? Vladdy nope, Divock they, and, yeah, they uh, fell apart. and Chris Did Weber they win a on. game in this thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, they won. They won, they won, won. today. I mean, hey, they won today. They beat the, the Lakers today. Well, the, the, the Wiz won today also. They both played two teams that had Already nothing said. to play for. It yeah. didn't play anybody. But that was the Wiz's only win, which yep. the Wiz didn't belong in this thing anyway. Brown Yeti said they're so tough, but all that crying makes them look like sissies. Uh, Michael so, said uh, Houston and the Thunder, the West is that. Yeah, Houston and Oklahoma City is going to be fun. Uh, uh, I guess I guess you got a you've got a a storyline there. I, I Houston, if you like that style of ball, is fun to watch all the time. And if you don't, you're going to hate it. I I don't know. I, Maybe me, it's good. Listen, we're in the playoffs. All of these are good matchups. None of these are bad matchups. Some are elite, like like my Celtics. Playing 76ers, 
I'm not like crazy excited about it. I don't know why. Maybe now I'm very dismissive of the 76ers though. So if the Sixers win that thing, then I'm going to be pissed and it's just yeah. going to make it's, me it's eat a be pro. It's going to be bad. All right. Uh, let's dive off of the NBA stuff because today we will figure out exactly what is going on with the playoff situation will be for that eight seed or for the eight, nine seeds in the West. Uh, and then that, that play in is going to be this weekend. So that'll be a lot of fun. Let's move into some more NFL talk really quickly. Let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks. Rookie cornerback, Kima Siverand, cut for sneaking an Instagram model into the team hotel. Now, one, this lets you know that the teams are taking this incredibly seriously, right? It, it, did you hear how he tried to sneak her in? Yep. He put her into Seahawks gear and tried to pretend that she was another player. That was coming in, and they still got caught. And you know they've got this on camera, right? They why in the world have they not released it? TMZ Sports needs to be releasing this camera footage because I want. I'm to sure see, they're working on a deal right oh now to see if they God. get paid for the footage. Oh, I, they've got to release this so that we can see exactly how they dressed her up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, you are a rookie, and obviously Quentin Dunbar, uh, he may be going to jail. So you had a shot to make this team. You had a shot to actually get in there. And make a name for yourself. Yeah, this is a team that needs that needs a tight end, and and well, not a tight end, but a quarterback. quarterback. A quor- yeah, I'm sorry, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of the tight ends that got paid earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Siverand, of course, gone. So that's two cornerbacks gone for him, and and is what it is. But we're a long dude, way away from the Legion of Boom, aren't we? Uh, man, what are you doing? That was like the greatest backfield in in like defensive backs that yes. we've ever seen, maybe. Oh yeah, in one backfield, and now we are, I mean, just, struggling up there with Pete. Guys, just dropping like flies. Uh, so Siverand played at Texas A and M and Oklahoma State. Uh, I wouldn't imagine that the girls are any hotter in Seattle, but maybe I'm I don't crazy. know that it's a hotness thing. I think it's a she's there thing. Uh, you might be right, but man, I mean, you know, it gets lonely. It don't matter where you are in the world. Yeah. Uh, Michael jumps in. He said, by the way, I think Houston destroys OKC, but the CP3 and Westbrook thing will be fun to watch. Yeah, 100%. See, I never care about storylines when it comes to all this stuff because at the end of the day, all these guys are friends. Oh, yeah. They're all hanging out afterwards. That There was a day and a time when these dudes really hated one another where storylines were amazing. Those days are so far gone. Yes. There's, there's never a storyline that's going to get me into a series. Either I think the series is going to be great or I, or I don't, and that's – that's the way I care is. about the talent on the game. That I could care less about stories anymore now that I know all these guys are BFFs afterwards. Yes. Yes, you're right. Uh, Michael said, this just shows you can't fix stupid. Come on, man. You couldn't wait a few days. Uh, and then Mark said, that's funny, dressing her up. Yeah. 100%. Hey, man. We've all been lonely before. Hey, and by the way, like, things you that couldn't we wait a few days? Strictly because of we're horny dudes. Well, most of us, I'm guessing. Yeah. I, I would imagine most males, for the most part, you know, you, you I, have, I, right I can't mood. speak for all of y'all. I have done dumb things because I was a horny dude before. Yeah. I mean, most of us do. I mean, I, I, hey, we have both. Now, it's married. never cost me a job or a chance to <laughs> to make a team in the NFL. Yeah, it's never cost a place that. where if you can play and perform and be good, you change your life and the life of your entire family. No, I've, it's, it's I've never, never been that. that. Never yeah. been that horny. Okay. Uh, especially now when Michael says you couldn't wait a few days, um, hey, you never know, man. This girl could be on, he, she could be in town for one night. I mean, 
You never know how these things work, but either way, uh, it's still not a smart idea. Not a smart uh, idea. Not what you want when you're uh, when you're a rookie trying to make a team. No, uh, Mark said, uh, I heard Coach O might be doing that. LOL, love it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Hey, he's a single man about town. You got that right. Yeah, he's been working out, too. Hey, lock up the single mamas when he's on the recruiting trail. You got that right. That is a charming man. You have got that right. All right, let's dive into the last topic of the day. We're jumping back into college football here. And, by the way, you want our college football content? Go over to sbrpicks.com slash CFB. Knock that thing out. Sportsbookreview.com is where we will have all of our college football coverage going forward starting in next week. We're going to have a whole lot of time to uh, to discuss all the biggest topics and whatnot. And all of our picks previews and whatnot will be over there as far as the college football season goes so, sbrpicks.com slash CFB. Uh, Tennessee is banning on-campus tailgating, and they are significantly cutting uh, capacity at their uh, their stadium, Neyland Stadium. It, this isn't a big surprise, but Chancellor Plowman broke the news on Thursday, said that, uh, you know, they're going to go forward. We're going forward with football in the SEC. But, you know, eh, it is what it is. Um, I was a little surprised by by having no tailgating on campus because you uh, and I these talked guys about tailgate that on the river anyway. Well, that's that won't be happening this year because that is on campus right there. So, no, that water's not. Uh, well, no, hey, the Vol Navy will be able to do whatever they want to do. That's what I'm saying. But that they'll be social distance. But if you've ever been to Knoxville, like they have got tailgates. I, un- I understand. There'll just be a whole lot more people on the water. Hey, maybe so. Uh, Michael, this is how by the way, casinos used to work back in the day. It was against the law. You backed that boat up about 80 feet. And, and it's no longer against the law. No um, longer against the law. Let's see. They said, uh, we have questions about fans in Neyland Stadium and whether tailgating will be banned. Uh, we don't know what will happen with football yet. We're hopeful the team will get to play. We are planning on it right now. If they do, it will not be to a full stadium. There will likely be significantly reduced capacity. If we do play football, we won't have tailgating on campus. Football has no bearing on whether or not classes transition or move to online. So, um, you know, I mean, they're they're still going to be doing their thing, and and like you said, uh, they will be on the lake with the Vol Navy pulling up to the stadium. But it is yet another reminder that the fall season is uh, is going to be unlike any other in recent memory. Uh, Michael said, like videos- I said, when I watched when I watched the PGA event this past weekend, I learned real quickly that you can keep players from facilities, but fans from facilities, but you can't keep them from from the outer edges, man. Oh, there yeah. were thousands upon thousands of people lined up in San Francisco around that golf course, fence with a screen over it. Thousands of fans still lined up, screaming, cheering, rooting for their guys. And it. and that's that is they're gonna go right to the edge where they're allowed, and then they're gonna be there. Uh Michael said the videos look great on SBR guys. Um we appreciate Thank that. You. He he likes the top ten stuff. Uh, Mark said that he heard that Jack, uh, the AD at Notre Dame, might let students in for uh, for the games. I saw I saw that by Notre Dame. They're thinking about letting students only. You got it. You got Which it. Which I appreciate. I'll tell you this. I know everyone's saying season ticket holders need to be. If I was a season ticket holder, I'd be upset if I wasn't allowed and other people were. But as long as I, I'm not charged for it, like Penn State, and I get my money back, I'm okay with students being allowed if anybody is. If anybody is in the actual stands, I think it should be the students. If I think if they should get about, first option, then season ticket holders second option. I'm I'm still totally fine with the people that have the skyboxes and whatnot. Hey, oh, pay, pay God, your money yeah. and get in. 
Yeah. There is no, re- I'll tell you this. There's no reason for students and like the majority, like at least 50% of the season ticket holders, season ticket holders aren't filling up 80,000 seat stadiums, 100,000 seat stadiums. Okay? Uh, they, they are at some of the bigger schools. You know? Well, true. That's, that's but, true. That's true. That's true. But, but not at all of them. I mean, not just, at all of them. I, I think there's a way these places are massive. When you hold a hundred thousand people like Neyland stadium does, I mean, you could let 30,000 people in and you wouldn't know anybody was there. This is true. This so, is true. Uh, I think there's no reason to not open it up at least to the students. And then all you're right about the sky boxes. Any boxes got to be open. Just let them open. Uh, Mark said there's only 8,500 students at Notre Dame and there's 85,000 seats. Thousand seats. So, yeah. 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 There's no, there's no doubt. All of those students are welcome and encouraged to come. The Brown Yeti said, so tailgating was good, but not letting them in the stadium. Um, I mean, you know, like it, they they didn't say anything about it before. We'll just say that. So Michael said, at this point, just eliminate fans being at the games. I will happily watch from my couch, and I'll I'm, be in college I'm with you on that. Year. Like I said, we're going to make a lot of compromises this season to oh, get yes. anything. You've got I'm that willing right. to throw all these things out the window. Uh, Mark said they can go 19 seats apart. Uh, if they just let students in, I'll, I will guarantee you that's overkill. Will not be sitting nineteen seats apart. They will be in a group of of people. Like, well, yeah, like if you've got so fraternities and Ole Miss is a big thing, and like all the frat guys all uh, sit SEC, together for yeah, their the own SEC individual. Right. They all live together. They can't all sit together. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of crazy. It, that that will happen if they let students in. It, they're all going to be joined in in one section, and it's all in the end zone, so they can get loud for the red zone. You got it, you got it. All right, that will wrap up today's show. Unless anything else is broken, have you seen anything? That's it, brother. That is it. All right, you guys are fantastic. Uh, Brown Yeti said there will be a lot of game day parties. You have got that right. We are uh, we are going to be rocking and rolling. College football lives on for another day. If you want to see our college football coverage, sbrpicks.com/cfb. You can find us over at sportsbookreview.com over on their YouTube page. Mark said, love you guys. Hey, we love you guys as well. Everybody that jumped in the chat, we appreciate you. Go and hit that like button. Make sure you are subscribed. Share the show out with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast, of course, and leave a nice five-star review. That helps out more than you would know. Obviously, the show is free. So, all you got to do just to help us out, go leave a nice five-star review on the podcast over at Apple Podcasts. That, uh, that helps us out more than you would know. You guys have been fantastic, as always. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And we will see you tomorrow. That's the wrong one. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.